You're listening to the Winning Teams Podcast, presented by Jet Dental, the premier pop-up dental clinic for workplaces nationwide. Now, here's your host, Jordan Smith. Hey, everyone, and thanks for joining us on the Winning Teams Podcast. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Vitaly Alexandrov. And Vitaly is a serial IT entrepreneur currently working on a new startup. Uh, prior to the startup we're going to talk about today, he built the number one CRM marketing agency in Eastern Europe called Out of Cloud. They had over 70 people that they grew to quickly in eight years. And they, they've worked with top brands, including Nikon, Royal Canon, JBL, and Panasonic, helping them with segmentation, data mining, uh, et cetera. He's currently working on an exciting startup called Food Rocket. The, the website is www.foodrocket.me. And Food Rocket is a San Francisco-based food tech startup that provides the fastest grocery delivery in California, promising door-to-door delivery within 10 to 15 minutes of order placement, which is incredible, by the way. Congratulations. <laughs> and its business model is based on AI-enabled technologies to manage warehouse stocks, forecast demand, and optimize delivery time by predicting the closest dark store that offers the fastest delivery time and the lowest cost of putting together and delivering the order. So they're competing with um, some of the biggest players in the market, including DoorDash, GoPuff, Amazon Fresh, and Instacart. So Vitaly, we're really happy to have you on the show today. Thanks for joining. Thanks. Thanks. Well, you're obviously working on a really exciting new IT startup. You guys are growing quickly. What are a couple of attributes that you think are, are helping you and, and your team win? Uh, so I, I suppose that the first is a uh, transparency so you need to be so transparent with all of your team and it helps everybody to understand their uh, what is going right now and uh, what challenges we have right now and how we can work with that what do we need to do so because if you start to hide something so it, it will lead you to some not pretty bad issues for example some of your colleagues will i mean uh Will make some. I mean, I mean, they will go in a, in the wrong in the wrong way, for example. And this is the first thing. For example, that's why we all of our communications we ask our uh, colleagues to chat just in the public chats. So we definitely have some personal communication mm-hmm. between 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 teammates. But nevertheless, all of your communications that I mean could be interested for any other participants, they should be posted in. Uh, public chats or in some chats for some specific issues, some specific problem we're discussing there. So uh, this is the first. And the, the second uh, main, uh, let's say the principle of our team is is to uh, um, perform pretty well. So much faster, we, we should grow much faster than anybody on this market. We need to grow from 50 to 100% <clears throat> month over month. That's why we need to deliver results uh, much better than any, any, anyone can do that on this market. That's why we work a lot. We are focused on the results. We have some uh, methodology and systems that help us to achieve these results. Excellent. Uh, obviously, transparency is important. Um, can you give me an example of a way that maybe you were vulnerable with your team that kind of helped them build trust with you? Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I have an example, for example, uh, uh, when we just launched the first store, uh, we had an issue, for example, uh, our, uh, time, time, time for picking the order. It was around, let's say three or four minutes and it was 
too high for us because we should deliver uh, the order within 10 or 15 minutes maximum. That's why uh, the picking time should be around two minutes and two minutes and a half or a little bit less, maybe one, one minute and a half. So, and uh, we start to think how we can work with that. And our, our colleagues from the store, I mean, pickers and drivers, they came to us and uh, so, uh, they made some suggestions in, in terms of how we can improve our pick path, how we can improve for our storage of different items inside the store. For example, there is a principle, it, it's called uh, first in, first out. That means that you need to put the items that are pretty popular uh, somewhere in front and they're not so popular items somewhere in the back of your store. So, yeah. and by using these sort of ideas of our team, so we have updated our warehouse. So we changed a lot in terms of peak path, how we, uh, how we um, uh, create this storage system of and how we build our warehouse management system. And that's helped us to decrease the time for picking the order from four minutes to two minutes and a half. Oh at least two minutes. No, I love that. You, I think that's a great example of how you collaborated with your team yeah. and let your team make some of the suggestions to come up with the, the ideas that they now are implementing and, and doing so successfully. So, that, so I love that. You, you obviously care a lot about transparency and involving your team in, in the problem solving process. Do you have kind of a regular cadence of communicating with your team or getting feedback from them? What does that look like? So how, how we get the feedback from the team? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we have some uh, process inside the company. For example, the first one we have a all hands meeting uh, every week, and where we share with the team, where the every team shares their results uh, with uh, with each other, with everyone on this on this call. And this is the first instrument we use. The second one we 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 are doing a retro. So that means that. Uh, we we are telling to all of our teams and all of our colleagues what we uh, what we want to improve, what we like, and what we want to improve. Not not we, what we don't like, just what we what we like and what we want to improve. So that's why it helps everyone to just focus on how we want how you want to improve any process, but not just to. Um, say that it doesn't work. So because it, it, there is no way, I mean, so it, it doesn't change the problem. So just uh, what, what, what you like and what you want to improve. And that, help, that uh, helps us to improve our process pretty well because everyone just feel themselves pretty comfortable and uh, secure in, ter- in, this, in this space. And, this, and people start to share a lot of issues they face every day on, on, the, uh, on the work. And that helps us to to fix a lot of problems. Very cool. I love that simple two question process for every team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's wonderful. Do you ever find people are um, afraid to participate? And and if so, what are some strategies you have to kind of help encourage that individual or team to um, to contribute? So definitely. Some people don't want to participate and don't want to share their ideas or feelings, for example. So, and there are some. Um, things that can help you as a founder, as a leader to do that, to encourage people to share their thoughts. So the first is to ask them personally, what, what do you think about that? Or, uh, your ideas is, uh, I mean, are so important for us. We're thinking about uh, 
what you are feeling right now when you're working during your during your working day so this is the first uh idea of how you can encourage your people to to start to share their thoughts and ideas and uh, the second you're definitely the same questions on their all hands meeting so for example so Janie, what do you think about that? So really important, your idea, your feelings are so important for us. What do you think about that? So, but nevertheless, definitely we don't ask anyone. So if you don't want to tell to to a team anything, you of course you nobody will ask you to do that. <laughs> yeah. But 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 the main idea is to is to but 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 when everyone is sharing his feelings, uh, all of our all of our colleagues start to do the same. Yeah, it's that's fun. one. Yeah, that's about the culture. Yeah, I, I think I love your process of everybody presenting how they're doing on their KPIs, right? Yeah. Um, I think that that certainly shows that you care about results and that the team holds one another accountable. Out of curiosity, I'm just kind of springing this on you, but do you guys like to have games and competitions? Have you, have you found that to be successful for your organization? I think it works for some and not others. Uh, games and competitions, yes, it's, it's definitely great. For example, we have some competitions between different stores. So because uh, how our businesses uh, operate, so we are building a lot of for uh, dark, we call it dark stores or micro fulfillment centers. So and it works like a real store with the shelves, with fridges, coolers. And uh, when we get an order uh, through the app, so we start to collect that inside the store and then uh, the picture provides that to the, our driver and driver is delivering that to our to the customer so one store uh, covers around 1.5 miles radius around the store that's gotcha. it that's why, that's why we can deliver that super fast and so we have some competition between different stores uh, and for example what, what i mean so each store uh, sees uh, the results of other stores what i mean in terms of uh uh picking time delivering time how many orders you did um, uh, how many issues uh, you, uh each store had during this day i mean uh, we have this we call this matrix uh, defect rate so how many mm -hmm. problems we had let's say missing items uh late delivery sure so, yeah and uh, each store knows all the metrics of other stores and they can compete between each other and right now we are launching their uh, bonus system that will encourage them to improve their performance during the day and to it's yeah it will work like a competition between different stores interesting so i think part of that transparency is because they can all see one another's numbers there's yeah, some positive yeah. peer pressure you don't even necessarily have to set up quote unquote a competition but yeah, yeah. um you just let them see what others are doing and 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 operate off that i love that that's great yeah. um I, I wanted to ask you about your teams you'd mentioned to me that you've got lots of different teams do you guys think a lot about the team psychology uh you know the size of the team and things like that yeah yeah of course so of course because we are super focused on that for example Michael Finder is originally from Amazon Facebook and he knows a lot of techniques how to organize the teams so uh, our head of analytics he's originally from GoPal this is a very big startup with a nine billion dollars evaluation so they already did a lot of um, did a lot of work in their team so in he knows pretty well how to organize that so we have our uh, head of HR yeah uh, she's uh, she's from uh, Hertz uh, rental car service mm -hmm. so and she also knows pretty well how to do that so definitely we use a lot of techniques to organize the teams 
uh, how many participants every team should include, uh, the group dynamics, how how we maintain these group dynamics during the week. So every, absolutely everything is, is so important for maintaining the such a high speed of scaling. Yeah. What have you found as a kind of an ideal team size out of curiosity for your organization? Um, the team, so, I mean, um, I suppose uh, on average, every team includes around from five to seven people. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, now, you, you've mentioned you're growing 50%, 50 to 100% every month, yeah. which is yeah. incredible growth. So, obviously, you're ha- having to hire a lot of people, I imagine. Absolutely. What are some strategies you have for, for that rapid amount of growth and talent management that comes with onboarding new people and finding new people in the first place? Why don't we start with just finding? What are some strategies you have for finding great people? Yeah, so we have a real um, complex strategy in terms of because we need to hire a lot of people. So we need to hire, let's say, uh, 10, 20 employees every week. Yeah. So uh, that's why you need to hire a lot. If, if you need to hire 10, let's say at least 10 people, you need to, you need to have, let's say, 100 interviews right. or 80, 100 interviews per week. So what we do, so we have several, we use several channels for attracting their potential um, uh, colleagues. So the first one is our uh, Facebook and Instagram ads. Uh, maybe 50% of our ads uh, is just focusing on hiring your personnel not just uh, attracting new customers definitely we have a lot of ads for that but uh, when we started to uh, to make some research in terms of how other uh, food tech companies do that so we looked at our DoorDash and found that uh, maybe 60 or 70 percent of their uh, paid ads is just focusing on uh, um, hiring drivers hmm. so th- that's why we decided to focus and that way as well. So yes, the first, the first, uh, the first channel is to launch a lot of for Facebook and Instagram uh, paid ads. So I mean videos, posts in terms of how you hire, your values, uh, uh, who you are looking for right now. The second, yeah, we work with a lot of for nonprofit organizations uh, in different neighborhoods because we are super local. Uh, each store is uh, located in some specific neighborhood um, and we work with a lot of different nonprofit organizations that help us to direct some people for example that just came from prison for example and they're looking for some job because they want to build a new life and we really were super interested in such candidates because they're super focused super, super motivated hmm. and they want to work a lot and uh, the quality of work is uh, very high so okay. this, this is the second or a channel. Uh, the, the third is the, the platforms like Indeed uh, or other platforms where you can find a lot of personnel, of course, LinkedIn. But at the same time, we we are using the platforms for, um, let's say, for example, we use InstaWork. This is the platform when you can, let's say, ask to come 10 or 20 employees tomorrow and you pay not directly to, to these guys, to these girls, so, but you are paying to this platform and this platform that paid to all these uh, employees. So it's like hourly uh, employees, mm-hmm. but at the same time, what they, what they can do. So you can directly hire a, a, any of these uh, uh, colleagues that came, came on site, for example, and, uh, but you need to pay around $1,500 uh, to this platform. And we definitely do do that because you can uh, you can look at all of these guys girls you 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 can understand what, who you likes more for example and you can hire for example 
this to woman, for example, and just pay her three thousand dollars to that platform, these people. Yeah, just like a, a great working interview, interview yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, going from okay, so so now you've you've found a bunch of people. <laughs> How yeah. do you quickly integrate them into your culture? And it sounds like you've got folks who you know, frontline folks, as well as managers and things, how, how do you integrate those folks quickly into your culture and, and onboard them to where they feel part of the, the company? Uh, so, uh, so we have some trainings for them. So when we attract, for example, or a new picker and new driver, um, so they're coming on site, for example, and after that, they have some trainings. So we already have some process, uh, business process uh, that help them to start to perform much, much better and much faster. So, for example, if we are hiring drivers, so he or she has some trainings, how we, how we deliver the orders, how we take the order from the picker, how we call to our customers, how we text them. So how we contact them. So we have all these trainings. So the second is that uh, we are definitely, uh, we train them in terms of our principles, values, and uh, philosophy. So that's very important for us as well. So uh, the third is that we're, uh, so we, we try to have on, on each stage. So we have our uh, supervisors at each warehouse and uh, uh, supervisor is responsible for onboarding of all of these employees. Uh, so that's why we have some, uh, 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 so the guys who is responsible for that. So that's why it, it helps a lot in terms of, because they know that they are responsible for that. So they're doing pretty well because this is their team. They need to build a team. They have their own KPIs, for, I mean, for team. That's why they're super interested uh, to onboard them and to, yeah, to retain them as, our, as employees. Excellent. Uh, that's super helpful. Oh, I was going to ask you, we, we talk a lot about our, our, about values on the show and you, you mentioned part of your training is, is teaching them about your values. Is there a value or two at your company that, that you, you really love that are unique to, to you at food rocket? Um, so yeah. Uh, so values are, yeah, as we, as we already discussed. So the first is like, our. Uh, transparency, as we as we discussed. Uh, the second is that our, uh, we are fully dedicated to what we are building right now. So that means that uh, we try to solve all the issues, and we don't. For example, if I see any problem, I will uh, share some thoughts about that, how we can solve that, not just to skip that and go uh, to another issue. For example, hmm. so I will share that, and the same I am asking from my colleagues. So the, 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 the third, because we are startup, where we should, we, 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 uh, I mean, in the big companies, you're, you can do any, uh, for example, you, you are doing some specific work, for example, and uh, in startup, you should do everything because we don't have such a strong process in, term, in yeah. the company. So that's why uh, when, when we, when we, when we're hiring new employees, we're telling them that they're, we don't have such a strong process. So you definitely need to think that could be some, uh, I mean, cases and situations when you need to solve some specific problems that you're not responsible to be honest in the company. For example, uh, I don't know, when I'm coming to any store, I can, I don't know, 
I can put some stuff on the shelves. I can deliver, for example, uh, some orders to the customers. If, for example, we, we don't have enough drivers at this at the peak time, for example. So I can do all, all this work. Uh, and the same uh, I'm asking for my colleagues. Interesting. When you uh, do that, are you cross-training employees or are you more looking just for that entrepreneurial spirit when you hire or a little bit of both? <laughs> Yeah, so we have some trainings or, I mean, cross-training, definitely we have that. And, but at the same time, we're looking for somebody who is okay with uh, such type of work. I mean, what I mean, I mean that uh, it could be a little bit stressful for people to do a lot of work in different fields. Uh, definitely, we're we not supporting that, but nevertheless, we have some uh, situations when we need to do that. So because we, we hire a lot and we don't, right now we don't fill all the positions we need. So, and we're, but we're trying to fill that. So um, that's why, yes. So uh, we are looking for somebody who has some entrepreneurial mind, mindset, who can work, uh, who can work with this, with different issues, with different challenges we have on the road. Uh, that, that's wonderful. I, I think in my experience, I, I love hiring for, culture fit and, and just kind of that raw talent over experience. I think, I think that wins out every, every time. I, I love that. Um, talk to me about, you, let's talk about you now for a minute. Um, I think I, I'm interested in, in your path. You're, you're an IT entrepreneur. You've grown successful companies. Um, you're still pretty young, but you, you've had a lot of success in, in, in your career. Was there a turning point for you in your career that kind of led you to be the IT entrepreneur that you are today? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, there, so I, so I have built several companies. So the first one was pretty successful in the digital marketing and retention marketing. The second, I, I have built the biggest uh, online school of piano in, in Europe. So, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. So, and, um, yeah, I did a lot. I've built a lot of uh, companies. Then I started to build something here in California, in San Francisco. So, and I don't know, to be honest, for me, uh, I'm just, I'll say, so uh, there, I didn't, I didn't remember any just point in my life when I changed something and decided to, to become their IT entrepreneur, for example, and tech, tech entrepreneur. So I just, uh, I'm just, in this in that space for a lot of time so in all of my ideas i'm coming from this space i mean i'm thinking <laughs> about any new ideas in tech what i can do next for example when we how we launched this for example school of uh, online school of piano we, we launched that uh, during the COVID. so and so i and i since i was sitting and thinking so what what is what could be very uh popular during the COVID? and i just and i started to think to think about teachers who, te uh, who teach music for example piano and I started and I understood that they don't have work. Yeah. Yeah. Because all their students are sitting at home. Right. Yeah. They couldn't go to them and teach them. And that's why I started to think, so how we can provide them with, a, with, uh, with, addition, with additional work where they can get additional money for their families. So that, that's how I came to that idea. And pretty fast, we, we grow from zero to, I suppose, 150 students for several months. So, and we helped a lot of students to pass the, uh, to pass the exams and to, uh, to, uh, to, to get to their, any, to some universities. And we have a lot of uh, teachers to get additional job and to get, 
to get additional money. So, so that's why you are, I mean, you're just living and looking around and thinking what problems you can solve. Yeah. No, that's wonderful. I, I've never asked this question to anybody before, but I'm, I'm an entrepreneurial type myself and, um, an entrepreneur and started a, a company and, I definitely have weaknesses that I have to hire to compensate for. <laughs> I think entrepreneurs, generally speaking, are very visionary, but sometimes can be a little bit of the shiny new penny syndrome, right? Where they jump quickly from one thing to the other. What's a weakness of yours that you've had to, to, to learn to, to compensate for through your team, through the people that you hire? So the main, my, my weak point is that I'm not super, uh, how to say um i'm more about or ideas not about mm -hmm. the structure not about uh system work so for example that's why i have uh, in all of my businesses i have partners who are responsible for building the system for building their business process because i cannot do that i i don't know how to do that i cannot manage that and to be honest i'm not the cool manager to be honest so <laughs> i'm uh yeah, I, I like to hire and I can hire a lot of great people. So this is my uh, core value in the company. I can uh, raise money. This is my another value. I can build a culture. This is my another uh, uh, strength, strength point. But at the same time, I cannot build a system. So that's yeah. why, for example, I can hire a lot of people, that, but I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, yeah and, and and i need to have a partner and i have a partner who is responsible for that so i'm hiring the personnel and he's building the system i love that and thank you for that vulnerability and transparency um how do you what what, what recommendation do you have for listeners for identifying their strengths and, and their weaknesses and how to to cater to their strengths because i think you're a great example of someone who really emphasizes their strengths and you've used that to, to help your teams to win. And then you've hired people who can compensate and do better in their, in their area of expertise. What recommendation do you have for people to identify those strengths and, and to emphasize those strengths in their work? I think the, the most important thing for, for entrepreneurs, for all the people is to be, uh, to be transparent with with yourself the first time. Uh, this is the main uh, the main question for me. How I'd be more transparent with myself and uh, to uh, because if you know your weak points, you definitely this is not like it's not like a weak point. So if this is a, every everyone has some superpower in different in some fields. So for yeah. example, my, my superpower is hiring great great people. So, and another, another guys of girls has some superpower in terms of to build it, let's say the system. So, and the, the faster you will understand your superpower and where, uh, and your weak points, the faster you will, you will grow in terms of career, in terms of your business, in terms of, for, I don't know, your hobby, for example. And so, and you need, you need to understand that super fast. For example, when I start, when I understood that I really I cannot uh, I cannot build the big companies without any without the partners who can help who can help me with the building all the process, then I started to find uh, to find this um, these people, and after that we really started to grow much faster than it was before. So th that's why I mean the trans the trans the tr uh, principle of transparency is not just for your colleagues, but it is maybe the first uh, at first is is it for, it is for you. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, Vitaly, we 
we loved speaking with you today. It's been, it's been great to get your perspective and best of luck with your current winning team at food rocket and your continued growth for our listeners. Where could they find you and reach out to you online? Yeah. Thanks so much, Jordan. Yes. Uh, I really appreciate it for, for your questions. It was really interesting to talk with you. I think just LinkedIn. So you, you can put my, uh, you can put the link to my link. Yeah, we'll post the link in, in the yeah, podcast. Yeah. yeah. And they can add me and ask any questions if they have that. Perfect. Well, thank you again, Vitaly. Again, the, the website for those of you in California is foodrocket.me. Yeah, that's foodrocket.me. Right. Yeah, that's you can, right. You can get your food delivered in, in 10 to 15 minutes, which is incredible. So uh, again, we appreciate you being on the, on the podcast and telling us about your winning team. Best of luck to you as you guys continue to win in the marketplace. Yeah, thank you, Jordan. Thanks so much. <laughs>